This is Black Millennial Money. This is Black Millennial Money, where we talk about how you can make more money, keep more money, invest your money and spend your money on the finer things in life, all from a Black Millennial perspective. I'm your host, Joseph Osu, and today... We don't have an illustrious guest, but we've got a story about one of our one of our favorite guests. Amma from This Is Planted has just dropped something incredible on us, and we're going to break down some of her story. So, for those of you who are new around here, you know you may not know about this, but we've got to go through the notices. If you haven't liked, subscribed, wherever you are, now is the time to do it. We're on a mission to reach a million people around the world with life-changing financial information, and you can be a part of that. If you would like to take your contribution to the channel that bit further, you can join our Patreon. The link is in the description below. And these lucky people, these amazing people on screen have been part of our journey. If you also want to get more value from us, tune in every Sunday where we go live at 11.30 to answer your dilemmas. So if you want to send in your dilemmas, head over to blackmillennialmoney.com and click the contact page. Send your questions in that way and tune in live on YouTube and on Facebook every Sunday at 11.30 a.m. We are answering your dilemmas. Now, without further ado, I've got to break down who I'm talking about today. So... Amar is from This Is Planted. You may have seen the brand. It's gone super viral on Instagram, on Twitter, and it's taking over. She's a serial entrepreneur and marketer. She's been in the game for a while. When we last interviewed her, she had made six figures in five months in the middle of the pandemic after being let go from her job. She had a dream. She had a, view, uh, she had a dream and a mission, and she's fulfilling it today. And she went from unemployment as we said, to building a global e-commerce brand with thousands of customers around the world and now moving to a 6,000 square foot warehouse after she started the business in her bedroom. All of this is in 12 months. If you missed the title of this episode, we are talking about the six steps to building a seven-figure e-commerce business in one year. So we're going to break it down. Start with step one. When we interviewed Amma the first time, what she said is that the reason she started her business, she, was, she had the time on her hands. She was, employed, she, was, she was unemployed. She was in lockdown and decided, you know what? Let me take some steps to, f- to fix my hair because I'm not happy with, with the status in. And ultimately, she went to overcome her own hair challenges. That's what led, led her down this journey. And she ended up developing something that was so amazing that when she started to post on Instagram what she was doing with her own hair, other people started to pay attention. But the other thing is that there's some secret sauce here. For those of you who want to build a six-figure business, you need to identify a meaningful problem. A meaningful problem, because there's lots of problems in the world, but some of them are just inconveniences. But the ones that are genuine problems are the ones that have a large audience. So you're looking at all men, all women, or large racial groups, or large um, communities, wherever they are, whether that's the LGBT community or whether it's you're targeting children or pet lovers, wherever there's a large audience, that is one of the criteria of having a meaningful idea. And the best ones, the best problems to try and solve are the ones that hurt emotionally and maybe physically, but it must be something that the person feels pain about on a daily basis. The reason I say that is that even a 10 to 20% relief from a daily pain makes a massive difference to someone daily. In their everyday life, knowing that they've gone from a 10 out of 10 in pain to a 7 out of 10 in pain is significant progress. Now, what Amma did that was unique is that she understood that she, her hair challenges where she was sitting there trying to get creative and look for hairstyles that she could do 
that she could do to hide some of the things about her hair that she didn't like or, or things that women around the world were doing. Trying to find ways to do their hair every day to make it less obvious that their hair is thinning or, or that, that they've got alopecia or they're going bald in certain spots of their hair. That is a daily pain point. Every time you look in the mirror, every time you're leaving the house, you're thinking, maybe I'm not attractive. I hate the way my hair looks. This makes me unhappy. Now to tap into that pain point, remember it's daily and it's felt emotionally. The other, the other thing is if it's public, if it's a public thing where someone feels pressure externally, you're onto a large problem. So we're looking at big audiences. We're also looking at, at problems that people feel emotionally, physically, that are also public. The second thing, that I'm a launch well before she was ready. She had no idea she was really launching. What she was doing was just actually taking her progress pictures of her own hair and posting it on her Instagram. She's not an accidental entrepreneur, but she had no plans of selling her product when she first started looking at it until she started posting it. And people were like, okay, I want to buy this thing. So the lesson really from here is to put all your ideas out there. Let the world decide the value of an idea because ultimately, had she never taken these pictures, had she never thought, let me just post it on my Instagram and tell my people, the people that follow me, and bear in mind, she had less than a thousand followers at this point. Some people will be looking at her profile today and be, oh, she had like 10,000 followers. I don't even know if she's got 10,000 followers today. Her brand has well more than that. But the point is, is that she put something out into the world and the world gave her positive feedback. When the world says yes to your idea, that's all you need. Because any idea that's stuck in your head or stuck in your bedroom or stuck in your notepad is not adding value to anybody. It's not a pro you're not solving a problem for anyone. Once you can actually put every single idea that comes to you out into the world quickly, find a way to get out quick. Whatever your expertise is, something that I'm going to start doing is that if I've got an idea, I'm going to find the quickest way to make an explainer video, throw it up onto Facebook, throw it up onto Instagram, spend... 50 pounds in a day on ads and get people to opt into a waiting list. If I get enough people to opt into a waiting list, I'm going to start building that thing. But pretty much every single idea I have in the world, I'm going to throw out there and see what sticks because you need instant validation. Because truthfully, we don't know what the good ideas really are. Emma could have had hair down to the back of her ankles at this point, And she may never have been able to sell seven figures worth for her products until she put it out. The third thing, is selling when you have nothing to sell. And this is interesting because when we looked at Emma's story last time, the, th the thing that stood out is that when she first put her product out, in fact, winding it back, when she was putting her pictures up and people were saying, can I buy this? How do I buy this? She got, she got active and started to, to encourage people to opt in, to wait for her to release the product. So that's her selling before she sells. The next thing is when she launched those products and they sold out within two weeks or so, she continued to post videos of her doing her hair over products. And what that did is that started to build anticipation. It started to build interest in what she was doing. Posting those videos was giving people the value proposition of the products because ultimately you watch one video to the next every couple of days. And if you're seeing a change in her hair, you're like, oh, wow, this thing works. This thing works. And I heard an incredible quote where, Great marketing eliminates the need to sell. If you're putting a before and after picture out there, which Amma was doing inadvertently, every day she put up a picture 
I put up a video of her hair while she was just doing her hair using her products. Not only was she educating her customer on how to use the product, she was also showing them the value of the product and li the literal results were growing out of her own head. So she was physical evidence that someone whose hair looked one way could look a totally different way in a relatively short period of time from using this product in a way that's described. You don't need to tell that person to buy. They're waiting. They'll be like, okay, so when is this product coming? How do I get my hands on it? That's what happens when you've got great marketing that adequately addresses the consumer problem, but also educates the consumer on how best to use the product. A great example of this, again, is Mercedes. There isn't a single person on the face of this earth that if they had the opportunity would not buy a Mercedes. That's a great marketing. Some of us here already have cars. We don't need cars. I have a car now. I'm thinking, how do I get rid of it to get a Mercedes? in part because I used to drive a lot of Mercedes, but really we've been sold on it. It's just about, let's, let's get the price right. Let's make sure I can afford this. And in some people's cases, they're like, I will make sure I can afford it. Them kids, they don't need to eat. I am having my bends. I'm buying my dishes planted. So those are the first three things. The first part, starting with a personal problem. Start, start focusing on solving a problem that you have, something that you live with daily, something that you feel an emotional drive to fulfill in your own life because you won't be the only one. The second thing is to launch before you're ready. And the third thing is to sell when you have nothing to sell. Build anticipation, build engagement around what it is you're coming to sell because by the time you're ready, your customer will be there holding their wallet open saying, how much and how much do I have to pay and how much can I get? That's what you want to be ready for. You want to build the anticipation. And then the fourth step, the fourth step is finding a winning formula. So from a marketing perspective, Emma realized that influence was working for her, but it started from her product working, but then put it in the hands of people who visibly have this problem, who have articulated that they have this challenge, in this case, hair loss or hair thinning. She then managed to deliver results for them that they were more than happy to talk about, more than happy to shout about. And she's actually become friends with these people. So now, in a lot of cases, she may not have to pay for the promotion anymore because she's added value so, so significantly that this person just wants to promote them, just wants to let the world know the difference that her products have made in this person's life. The other thing that she discovered works were drops. Why? Because drops allow you to build anticipation, hype, and exclusivity. Because whenever you're going to release a product, people know it's a limited supply. Your chances are you're going to sell out. And if they don't get it now, they won't, they're going to have to wait to get it next time. The other thing about this is that in the early stages, it allows you to manage your production, your fulfillment costs. Because so the mistake a lot of business owners make is that they spend a lot of money on stock in the beginning and it takes them ages to sell it. They can't spend enough on marketing to drive the sales. This way, you can spend a little bit on getting some stock. And when it sells out, the idea that you've sold out is marketing in of itself. And you can now drive people into your funnel to collect their emails or text messages, which is the next, which is the next thing where Amma decided to have SMS and email waiting lists. So whenever someone was directed to her website, directed to her Instagram page by an influencer, for example, they were immediately sent if we're out of stock, we're out of stock, but you can join the email list, you can join the SMS waiting list. What that allows her to do is contact her consumers pretty much for free. 
pretty much for free. And now that you know that if you miss this opportunity, when that text message comes through, if you're not ready by the phone, you may miss the opportunity. If you don't read your emails, you're going to miss this opportunity. You're ready and alert to open up those messages the second you get them. When people see this is planted in their inbox or when they see it in their, on their phone, they are ready to buy. They are ready and primed because you've conditioned them that every time you send them a message, something is for sale. And that something is in high demand and will not be there if they hesitate. So finding a winning formula, influencers and doing drops to manage your supply chain, but also to build anticipation, hype and exclusivity around your product while gathering data, while, finding a, while giving your consumers a reason to give you their data, their email, their phone number, Literally, some people wouldn't give you their phone number even if they liked you. But if you can get them enough of a passion and a drive and interest around a product, they will hand it over with the intention of giving you more money every time you send them a text message. The power, the power of finding that winning marketing formula. Now, the fifth thing is building an actual business. Now, this is the bit that gets tricky for a lot of people because it happened to me when I was doing my beard brand I didn't actually successfully build a business I managed to sell some things but I didn't actually build a business so Emma got really specific about her production process because she wanted to make sure that her product was high quality so shortly after she sold out the first time she started looking at getting her product certified and accredited so it's is safe to be used in the mass market because a lot of people are mixing stuff in their bedroom and this hasn't been certified so if, if you give someone a rash or if you give someone some some sort of illness or condition you are very very liable if if, if at least you've done the relevant accreditations and assessments you're better placed to actually be able to defend yourself or something go wrong because you've taken the steps she also built out a team and started teaching them how to make the products. Because again, for me, filling up those bottles, I bought, a, I, bought a, I bought a bottle filling machine to be filling up these bottles of oil. And it took me ages, literally hours and hours after work, every single day, filling up bottles and packing parcels. That is not the way you build a business. That's the way you start hustling. But ultimately, you need to transition from a hustle to an actual business. The next thing is the logistics piece of it. How do you get your products to your customer quickly? And this is where I'm a invested heavily as well she got a fulfillment partner on board nice and early which gave her global distribution which means anywhere in the world for the most part you can buy her products and get it shipped to you but also she doesn't have to worry about packing again i was talking about filling up the bottles every day after work pulling the machine to fill up these bottles every day and then having to pack those orders and then having to go to the post office to send them out it was tiring, inconvenient, and really hard work. But she outsourced that and actually started to build a systemized version of her business, right? It's gone from being a bedroom hustle to being a system where other people make your product, other people pack it, other people ship it and handle the customer service of that. So some of you are, some of you have headaches sending out tracking numbers. This is where Fulfillment Partner can actually help you do that. Packing orders literally literally was the bane of my life when it came to my to my beard oil business but Emma has the opportunity to delight her customers by offering up to two-day shipping so within one or two days of your order you could have your products ready and waiting for you you see you see it posted on Instagram all the time in their stories on a this is planted Instagram of customers saying I can't believe my order's already come I ordered it yesterday I ordered it two nights ago and it's already here I can't wait to use it that is marketing that level of customer service lets people know that you are a serious business but also encourages your customer to say, you know what, 
I'm going to buy into this because that's another trust symbol. I've seen all of these pictures that it works, but more than that, they can get me the thing quickly. I love it. I like it. Take my money. The last thing that she did in terms of building an actual business is raising your prices. Now, a lot of us start too cheap. We start far, far, far too cheap when it comes to pricing our businesses, when it comes to pricing our products. We think that people aren't going to buy it if it's expensive. Emma went the other way. She started off way too cheap. Her first set of bottles, I think she was sending them for about seven pounds. Now her bottles are well over 30 pounds. The reason for that is primarily because you need to show people the quality, not just starts at, in the bottle, but it's indicated by the price for one. Number two, you need a margin, a healthy enough margin in order to be able to get a fulfillment partner, in order to be able to hire a team, in order to be able to continue doing your marketing. Because what most people don't realize is that marketing gets more expensive over time. You've already got all of the customers that were easy to get. Now you've got to do a bit more convincing with the second round of customers, the third round of customers in order to keep growing your business. Now, if you don't have enough margin in your products, in your price and by margin i mean how much profit you have available in your price you will not be able to continue to do these things that are ultimately going to accelerate your business because there is no way that Amma would be able to have a seven-figure business today if she was still packing all of the orders in her bedroom and if she was still mixing all of the oils and creams herself there's no way that will be she'll be able to do that in order for you to have a successful business you need to have enough money coming in to be able to outsource the tasks that are not unimportant, but not where your time is best spent as the lead of a business. As a lead of a business, your job is vision and innovation. And in that space is where Amma has actually excelled by, by stepping back from the day-to-day -day in order to be able to push the business further. Step number six is doubling down, is going all in and doubling down on what works. So we know that the drops in influencer campaigns have worked. So for the drops, initially they were monthly. Now she's got a drop every two weeks. Why? Because her customers have that level of demand. And also she wants to grow the business. She said it here that she wanted to build a seven-figure business. When we did that interview in late 2020, she said she wanted to do, build a seven-figure business. And here we are today with a seven-figure business because she committed to excellence and pushing harder, more influencer campaigns, more drops. She set herself big goals to want to have a seven-figure business in 12 months, and she did it. The second thing is adding more products. And this is where that is essential for you to be able to outsource the less important tasks. They're still important, but they're not the highest value tasks, such as packing orders, mixing up the product. Outsourcing those things gives you the space and time to innovate and develop more products. This is Planty started with one product. Today, they have five products and five bundles on top of having gift cards on their website. So they have a lot of products available to sell which has allowed them to increase their profitability and their transaction values. Because if, if someone goes from wanting one product to buying a bundle of product, that order's gone from £30 to maybe £60, which gives you more profit coming into the business for you to grow, increase your marketing, and ultimately delight more customers. This is where, this is where it comes in. In order to have a seven-figure business, I made a mistake here. My numbers were way off. Just to clarify what I was trying to say is you need five products that cost roughly £25 each, that sell 25 orders a day each, which will bring you roughly £3,000 in revenue a day. That equals 1.1 million in revenue for the year if you sell that many 365 days in a year. So just to clarify, that's five products 
that cost £25 each minimum, that sell 25 units each a day, giving you a, da a daily revenue of £3,000, will equal £1.1 million after 365 days. Let's get back to the episode. So allowing yourself to go all in and scale in by adding more products, adding more opportunities for customers to buy from you, all starts from stepping away from the day-to-day -day piece of the business. The final parts of this are spending more on marketing. When Amma was on the show, she wasn't doing paid ads. She was doing influencer marketing, and now she's increased that by running paid ads on Facebook. I've seen the ads on Instagram. I've seen them on Facebook. And She's now running competitions and giveaways to get more eyeballs onto what she's doing, to bring more customers into her ecosystem and truly add more value because that's what this all comes down to. If the product didn't work, none of this would matter. So to sum this going all in section up, it's about being aggressive. You have to be aggressive. When you see something you want, you have to go after it. And Amma's truly done that. We're incredibly proud of her. She's Black Millennial Money alum. And just to wrap this episode up, we're just gonna go through those six steps again. Starting with a personal problem, something that consumers feel on a day-to-day -day basis, something that you may have a personal relationship with. Often the best solutions come from solving your own problem. Step number two is launching before you're ready. Get your ideas out into the world. No one will buy your product in your bedroom. But if you start putting it into the world, putting online, telling the world that this is available, telling the world that this is something that can be done, now you have an opportunity to interact with people, get feedback, get customers, and make money. The third step is selling when you have nothing to sell. The promotion machine cannot stop. When I used to sell cars, they used to say, always be closing. Everything you say and do needs to be taking your customer closer to buying. Even if you haven't got a product ready yet, you need to be letting people know how important it is that they stay on top of this, how important it is that they buy this, how valuable your product is, how much of a difference it's going to make in their lives. These are the things you need to be focused on even when your product isn't available to sell. Step number four is finding a winning marketing formula. Whatever works for you, keep pushing at it. Keep pushing it. Keep trying, keep trying, keep pushing and make sure you're collecting customer data because if you're not collecting customer data, every time you want someone to buy something, you're going to have to pay Facebook, Instagram and influence or somebody else to be able to reach your own customers. Step number five is building an actual business. The logistics, the production, the back end that makes the marketing work needs to run. This is where you're building a saleable asset. If the system doesn't work without you being involved in every part, you don't have a business. You have a very, very demanding job. You need to build a system that's repeatable, that allows this to function if you're not there. That's how you build a real business, a real business that you can sell one day, a real business that you can step back away from and allow other people to run and you just count your money. Step number six is to go all in. When you have an opportunity like this, you can't sleep. I believe that all of us have a million dollar idea at least once a year. Once a year, we all have an idea that could transform our lives, but we don't go anywhere with it. That's why I double down on doing Black Millennial Money because I don't know where it's going to lead, but it's taking me somewhere because I thought it was a good idea and I needed to see it through. Some of you are sitting on some gold mines, but you're not going all in. You're not pushing it out to the world and then doubling down to make sure that you are delivering your very best in this moment. So I hope you've got some real wisdom and knowledge from this episode. I've loved, I've loved watching Amis progress and her success. And I'm going to keep studying because I want to have my own seven, big, seven figure business in 12 months. Watch this space when it launches, I'll let you know, but 
next week we're going to have another incredible episode of Black Millennial Money so if you haven't liked or subscribed and hit that notification bell so you don't miss any of our uploads now is the time to do it I'll see you next week you may not know this but we have a Patreon page Patreon is a platform that makes it super easy for people to support creators here at Black Millennial Money our mission is to reach millions of people around the world with life-changing financial information and you can be part of that Head over to patreon.com forward slash black millennial money or click the link in the description to sign up and start supporting us today. This is Black Millennial Money.